You're listening to the Live Out Loud podcast with River Wynn and Michelle Flamer. Hi, River. Hi, Michelle. <laughs> um, I wish people could see you today. Maybe you'll just snap a photo afterwards because the light is dope, but you look so freaking um, L word today. <laughs> I think it's the yellow beanie. I actually had several small children compliment me this morning, my beanie. I say small children, but they were like teenagers, you know, and they were like, you look so cool, not beanie. And I was like, well, thank you very much. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's just that cool mustardy yellow, which is your signature color. And then that freaking flaming fiery red hair. And it's like, oh, she has arrived. And I'm just like, speaking of arrival, hello, September. Thank the fucking Lord. We're out of August. (laughs) We made it through August. Oh my goddess. (laughs) And and I'm getting, I'm getting my angel chills, but, and it's our 10th episode. Yeah. That went by fast already. I know we're having so many fun conversations and oh, chills are coming. It's so cool right now. I know it's been amazing. So with the new month and stuff, I mean, the funny thing, and a lot of people may not know that we do this, but we literally speak in quotes, videos, and memes literally all day long, all day long, all day long, all and, day long. And also, and just some like deep shit, like deep quotes, things that resonate, things that we both want to sort of say, yo, after our conversation, look at this, you know, because we always make an interesting joke, but there's some truth to it is that our guides, even though it might be an Instagram algorithm, our guides are ensuring that we see what we need to see. Yeah. And it's like the first thing I wake up to in the morning is positive vibes from you in my inbox. <laughs> well, that's because the last I wake thing up. I see before I go to sleep at night positive vibes from you in my inbox it's so freaking (laughs) true I literally am in your dms all day long lighting up in there (laughs) (laughs) um so there's all these cool like September new month quotes and blah 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 but there's like a huge shift and stuff that's happening right now um did you did you do you have any quotes did you find a quote that you like to share with everybody it's like a September quote yeah. So let's share, um, let's share vibe with Josh on Instagram, um, Perfect. who does astrology and, um, just kind of energetic readings and stuff like that. One of my favorites to follow. Um, this is one that Josh shared and it says September is one of the turning points of the year. As we prepare to enter a new season, reset your energy, cleanse your space, take your vitamins Get ready for upcoming holidays, create your end of the year goals, update your routine, change your wardrobe, wake up expressing gratitude. You made it to another month. I'm alive. I'm well. I'm blessed. I'm beautiful. I'm sexy. I'm grateful. I'm winning. September, bring me peace. Yeah. Will you um, share that on the Live Out Loud podcast uh, post? Yeah, of course. Definitely. So let's tackle this. I I like some of these. These are cool. I mean, I love like right off the bat, like cleanse your space. Like I just did that. I I just spent the last couple of days cleaning out my garage. I had a yard sale this morning. I emptied my entire garage, condensed down to a couple of totes of things I'm saving. 
And anything I didn't sell at my yard sale, I donated. And it felt so freaking good to clear out my space. So was that, was the quote like a prompt for you? Or did you just naturally decide you want, like the energy just decided to do that? I just naturally decided to do that. I started doing that before I saw this quote from Josh. Like that was just a thing I started doing this week. It just felt like a good thing to do. (laughs) Oh my God, that's so crazy. Because I literally just finished two projects this morning. I like, I I took Cooper to the dog park and we had a a ball there. And then I was like coming back and I had these two little spaces. One is Caden's room and my daughter, as much as she is a Virgo, she literally is the messiest Virgo I've ever seen. I don't know if this is an age thing. Um, Maybe one of these days, my friend Chris can break down the Virgo bit for us. And, or maybe you have some thoughts, but, and then I have this sort of um, where my lot washer and dryer are, it's kind of like a pseudo pantry kind of like, Mm. it's, it's like, you know, a little supply area too. I had an extra um, like waste pad, waste basket in there from, Mm. for, for the laundry. But however, you know, my place is so much smaller than my old house and I got rid of that. So then I was able to shift some things and dumped a bunch, took some stuff that I was never going to hang on Caden's walls ever again. And so I went to Goodwill, then I went to Target for a couple of, um, you know, space saving things. And now I am so happy. And I have my Sage kit right over here. And you just reminded me that now after I'm going to, I'm going to vacuum and I just need to Swiffer and dust. After that, I'm going to Sage and I have a Palo Santra Santro or whatever it's called. Yeah. Yes. Cleanse. It's such a good thing to do. Such a good thing to do. Yeah. So you inspired me to like definitely kick the Sage up and we were talking yesterday about um, you, you doing the garage sale. So I I was like, I was kind of prompted by you actually. So that's cool. You know, that's so funny. Um, my son is also a Virgo and yes. my little four-year-old guy, he's turning yes. five this month. Yummy. And it's so funny because this week he unprompted went and deep cleaned his room and organized his shirts oh. and organized his toys Oh, gee, go. And, he, and he was like, he was like, mom, don't even, don't even look at my room. I'm, I'm doing stuff, mom. Like, don't look at my room. And I was like, oh, he must be playing in there. And he was like, mom, come look. And he was so proud of himself that he had everything organized so perfectly. And I was like, you are such a little Virgo and you are feeling that season change. He just felt so called to organize his toys. I mean, He's the cutest. When she's in the mood, she'll do a great job, but like, when we come and now she has school and stuff, there's just not a lot of time for her to like really do a deep clean. So if I set her up properly, then we're set up for success. And then I just have to like art clippings and stuff like those need to go into the trash can. So, (laughs) you know, she's, you know, she's turning 12 on Monday and I'm just like amazed that I have this, 12 year old like what it does go fast i know it's so cliche but it's true it just goes by so freaking fast so what's next on on vibes with josh list so we have or like what else reset your energy cleanse your space take your vitamins man i I have so many doctor's appointments scheduled for the next couple weeks for me and my kids like 
gotta get those checkups right yep. take care of those things uh get ready for the upcoming holidays yeah yep. i'm prepping for that are you going to decorate for halloween i am i'm a big halloween decorator sweet yeah it's like the only one i have i decorate for oh that's awesome oh i can't and wait to see and I mean, I don't like go all out because I am very much a minimalist. And yeah. so um, like I don't have like an entire tote full of Halloween decorations, but I like have like my one little sign that says it's October, which is <laughs> like I'll hang a few things on the windows or on the front porch and the kids love it and they have so much fun. So, you know, minimal and fun. I, I love that. What else is on that list? I think that's great. Update your routine, change your wardrobe. Ooh. not quite there yet it's not quite fall here yet you know it's yeah. still pretty hot here so but i i feel it coming so i might pull the sweaters out soon i'll be jealous yeah yeah what about you i mean when does it start cooling off down there it's like after halloween maybe oh you've got a ways to go before it's fall. a little indian summer happening now like it's it was it's really beautiful out this weekend so tomorrow i'll definitely go for a hike and then um it's uh it it's then gonna go up to three digits again oh yeah so how so how are you feeling about the the uh i mean even though the season's not changing in terms of weather but we are like shifting energetically right mm. how are you feeling like what do you what are you feeling about that Whew, well i mean i i wrote i wrote a dear august letter you know last week mm. and uh I mean, August was a lot. So I actually coming into September, I feel much lighter, much like yeah. much, um, much more hopeful and excited for the, the last part of this year, because I just feel like there's going to be a lot more shifts happening out there. And I feel like for myself, I've got so many cool things that um i can't talk about yet but there's just so many neat things going on professionally personally that um yeah i'm just focused on these passion projects and things that are really lighting me up like to you know it's a saturday that's usually when we record and like tonight like i have no plans and it's so nice like I, I might write you know mm. or I might um just watch a movie because Indiana Jones movies on Amazon Prime and I might rent it I don't know I mean like yeah. I just you know just like all right the dog and I might just have another just a nice chill night that sounds amazing yeah I might go for yeah because I think I'm gonna go for a hike in the morning so that'll be nice yeah you know what I am looking forward to this month what I am looking forward to, yeah. I am co-hosting. please. <laughs> <laughs> so Live Out Loud podcast, we are facilitating and I am co-hosting mm -hmm. here locally with some lovely ladies, our first ever mini retreat. <laughs> yeah. And so I am collaborating. I know. And I hope you're able to make it for it because that would be amazing. But we're going to have going to be on a Saturday, the end of September here in rural Oregon, Eastern Oregon. And we are going to be doing um, body movements 
and journaling and sound bath all in one juicy morning. And I'm so excited for it. I'm so excited that you're bringing something like that to your community. I think that is so freaking awesome. Yes. And the ladies I'm going to be co-hosting with on this are just absolutely wonderful and super spiritual and have an amazing connection with them. So I'm just stoked. <laughs> I, love, I love that for you. Will you, uh, you'll have to do a post on a few posts on that leading up to Oh, it. yes. Yes, definitely. You know, self, self-care sad or self-care September, I think is kind of, kind of one of my themes for September and not just, you know, not just like getting your hair done, getting a facial, that kind of self-care, but like spiritual self-care September. <laughs> That's the theme for me. <laughs> okay. I love this. I think that has, I don't, today is September 2nd, 10 to 23 national self-care September kicks off. Let's make this a thing. Let's make make a hashtag and all the things. We'll make it a hashtag. I love it. Um, So what, so what, what things are going to count for self-care for you? For me, that looks like, so one thing I'm kind of exploring for myself right now is as a single mom, it's really easy for me to get stuck in this energy of um, what what people like to call the masculine energy of doing, 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 handling all the things, logistical, right? Mm-hmm. And and as a single parent, you have to. You have to take care of all the things. You have to do um, all the logistics of taking care of the kids, school drop-off and pickups, and all the doctor's appointments and working and, you know, taking care of the house. And now I'm going to have to prepare the house for fall. And you know, there's just so many things I have to do, do, do wow. that it can really make me feel disconnected from like my soft, playful side that likes to rest and have fun and enjoy life and like hang out with friends. And it's so easy as a single parent to just get stuck in that space of doing mm-hmm and not taking care of self. Mm -hmm. And so for me this month, it's like, okay, I'm going to be very intentional about making sure that I'm socializing with my friends, Mm -hmm. that I am going and doing my daily walks for myself, that I am drinking a lot of water because I don't do enough of that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I like that. It's going to be maybe taking myself on a date to the hot springs on yes. a Sunday morning. Um, it's going to be, um, I've set a pretty firm boundary for myself that unless I'm traveling, I don't work on Sundays. Um, that's my day to myself before my kids get home from their other parents' house. And so I, you know, stay off social media on Sundays and I set my phone on a shelf and I focus on cleaning my house and getting the groceries and then filling my own cup. I write. So September, there's going to be a lot of journaling. Um, I have mine right here. Yeah. And, and I, for myself right now, I'm kind of like exploring like what my feminine connection to myself looks and feels like. And so um, I am doing things like, I'm doing my nails and I'm being more intentional about like wearing the clothes that are hanging in my closet that I love that are flowy and vibrant colors and they're all hanging up there. But most of the time I wear yoga pants. 
<laughs> so I'm like, oh, I'm going to set the intention this month of like, at least as many mornings as possible, like get up and put on the cute outfits and feel good about myself instead of just throwing on the same old pair of yoga pants. Mm -hmm. So just really this month, like taking care of me yeah. in a way that just feels deeply nourishing. Do you think that's like all people, they, for, they forget to take care of themselves? Or do you think that's a, uh, is that a heavily leaned into mom kind of thing when you're a single mom or just a mom, a working mom in general? Do you think people like, especially women forget to like take care of themselves in that way? I don't know that I would say necessarily forget to take care of themselves in that way. I think that all moms, regardless of whether or not they're partnered or they're single, we're just so fucking busy because mm -hmm. society has us so busy, you know, whether you're a stay at home mom, like if you're a stay at home mom, like you're just as busy as a work, as a work. Oh, hundred percent. Absolutely. And women carry such a giant invisible load mm -hmm. as mothers. Um, I don't think it's that we forget to take care of ourselves. I think it's that we just don't energetically have the space or the capacity to always take care of ourselves, yeah. which is so ironic because the more we do take care of ourselves, the better it is for our families. Isn't that the biggest catch right there? Like, yeah, like moms who, I mean, I know when I was still, you know, in my marriage and at home with my kids, like 24 seven, like having a couple of hours to myself on the weekend I would yeah. feel so guilty about it uh -huh. but that couple of hours to myself on the weekend did way more for my mental health mm -hmm. than going to therapy um, <laughs> and my family flourished more because when women like women are the roots of the family women are the foundation of the family and the, when the women in the family are flourishing the entire fucking family flourishes Mm -hmm. I fully believe that, you know, um, and yeah, I had a funny thought, like, remember those moments where they all left the house for like the first time, like in a really long time. And you have like a day to yourself. Do you remember like those moments? Like I would think I am going to just do all the things. And then I literally <laughs> like did nothing. Oh my gosh. Or just like sat and scrolled on, on Facebook what for like five hours. I think, yeah. Like, I think I was going to shoot, you know, I don't know. Cause I was around the, like, I don't even know what I was saying. Or like when they took their first trip overnight, like, and I had like a whole night to myself. And I just remember like thinking, Oh, I could go hit some bars up, make some plans <laughs> with friends and all this. Shit. And I just remember like, yeah, again, not doing crap. Well, that's because we're depleted. Mm -hmm. We're depleted. And we literally need rest. Mm -hmm. Moms don't rest. Yeah. We don't sleep well. Mm -hmm. When like when we do have downtime, we're still thinking about our families, taking care of our families, taking care of our kids, thinking about work, thinking about laundry, thinking about the grocery list and what's for dinner next week. And, you know, like we just, we haven't prioritized deep rest. Mm -hmm. How many moms, you know, sit and read 
mm-hmm. for three hours, but not read like self-help but like read a freaking novel that they enjoy (laughs) like how many moms have the time to do that yeah that's true I mean it's just nuts we have to be we have to be intentional about making that happen we do and we really have to be clear right get like Mm -hmm. that clarity piece and be clear if we are still fortunate to be enjoying our, you know, spouses, you know, if they're enjoying their spouse, like to start to have those conversations, if if they're feeling burnt out Mm -hmm. and to really lean in to, I, this is what I need going forward. Like, and it may change again at some other point. Remember from our, um, from our first guest with Angela, and mm-hmm. you know she was saying something to that effect right mm-hmm. like like you you have to really communicate and let your partner know that thing times are changing i've just changed yeah. again i've shed a skin and yeah. oh, i absolutely think i need 4 hours to myself this week how mm-hmm. we split it up i don't know but let's talk about it and then and then there's the other side of divorce and you don't, and you don't have your kids for some of that time. And boy, you get to fill your cup up. There's enough days in the week where you actually are like, you know, cause if you're working, obviously, then that's, that's 40 hours right there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, so you, so that other little bits of time that we're not focused you now having to focus, you know, it is, um, it's great. It is. It's so great. funny. I, Speaking of like to have speaking to having that time, like when you first start getting used to having time to yourself after divorce and your kids are with their other parents. Yeah. That first, that is such a transition time. Oh my gosh. You just like, you're almost frozen because you don't know what to do with yourself. And like, you are missing your kids. Right. And you feel guilty and sad and all the things. And, but then like slowly you start to realize Oh my God. I love this time to myself. Well, who, who was I before the kids, right? Yeah. You get, you get to, you get to be yourself again, do the things you love, connect with other adults, um, fill your cup Mm -hmm. and be an amazing parent when your Mm -hmm. kids get back because you've rested and your cup is full. is the best. <laughs> and I, someone asked me the other day, they're like, you know, if you ever get married again, you know, would you think you'd have more kids? And I was like, you know, I honestly, as much as I, I adore my children mm-hmm. and I miss them when they're not here, I really sure. truly do miss them because they're my favorite people on the planet. Yeah. The idea of being a full-time parent 24 seven again. Fuck no. It sounds fucking awful. It sounds horrible. It really does. <laughs> and maybe that's because I look back at myself when I was 24-7 full-time parent. Mm-hmm. And I was miserable. Not because of my kids. Uh-uh. But because I was carrying everything. Yeah. And I was exhausted. And you were in an unhappy marriage. Yeah. Coupleship. It's like... I and And we're not saying full-time moms aren't awesome. And also no, not by any means you can can feel busy and burnt and stuff, but 
maybe you have the coolest partner on the earth that you totally love and adore, then, then make sure you're, you get a sitter, make sure mm-hmm. you find a family member that can come and hang out and give your, give yourselves a break together so that mm-hmm. you both get to recharge, you know, as yep. well as give your spouse, your partner, Hey, why don't you take Saturday to yourself? I'm, I'm good, you know, blah, blah, blah. And vice versa and give each other those times. Because even if you have the world's best partner, parenting is freaking hard, man. Yeah, it is. Raising raising a family is hard. And and if you're, if you're not like fortunate enough to live close to family or have a good relationship with your family and have a strong support system, even as like, uh, you know, a two parent household, it can be stressful. It can be tough. And so it's so important, like you said, to make sure you're taking time out for yourself as adults and as partners. So important. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, yeah, I, I just remember sometimes like we would go out on a date. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> when you know things are kind of over, you know, because all you're doing is talking about the kids. <laughs> Or staring at your phones <laughs> or, or staring at the phone or I'm talking to wait staff. Who knows? <laughs> yes. Or you were just not going on date night. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, we didn't do date nights per se. It was like a date lunch so that, mm. you know, whether, whether, you know, Kay was at school or, you know, things like that, but yeah, never again. I want to, I want to enjoy someone's company. I want to like be so crazy to like have the date, you know, I want to, yeah, you know, and what, what's your, you know, I was thinking about this, like at some point when I do date, um, I was thinking, would you go out on a date, even if you had your time with the kids or would you only set up a date during your off time? Oh man, I've thought about this too, because, and this goes back to that question. Like people have been asking, I don't know why people ask you this question when you're a single parent. I don't know why, but they're like, will you ever get married again? And will you have more kids? And I wonder if men get asked that. I don't get, by the way, I don't get asked that. Maybe you don't get asked that because they presume I'm gay, you know, or no, Mm. I'm gay. Maybe it's because I'm 35 and I look like I could bear more children. That's right, baby. Your eggs are still fertile. She's got those birthing hips. <laughs> fertile myrtle. God. Um, <laughs> that's but our, like that's our next tattoo. FM fertile myrtle. <laughs> um, when I when I do have a partner again, like I envision like our time without the kids being our time Mm -hmm. together yeah because my kids are my kids are so important to me and and the way our co-parenting time is set up I am the weekday school parent the residential parent and so during the school year like I only see my kids for a couple of hours a day four days a week which is just not enough time Mm -hmm. and so I just can't visualize myself interrupting that time with them yeah. to do like a date night. You know what yeah, I mean? I when I will have the entire weekend to do date night with my partner and like travel with my partner, go camping, all those things. Right. Um, and that's something that 
in my dating, I've made very clear and upfront to the people I've dated in the past year and a half um, that like the people I'm dating don't meet my kids. Like you don't meet my kids until we know this is serious because my kids come first and it's important to me that my kids come first always. And you're going to have to be okay with that. Damn right. Yeah. And if someone's not, then okay. Red flag. Bye-bye. Yeah. Peace out. Like, (laughs) you know, easy determiner determination. Wait. Yeah. Terminator. Sorry. Determining fact, determining factor. Determining factor. Determinator. Yeah. I like, I like Uh mine better. Why you does know, it sound like a know, dinosaur? Like, like I think what I think Carrie used to call them Michelleisms. <laughs> I feel like we can make an entire book of those. Oh, of my Michelleisms? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> I really jacked some of those up. I love it. <laughs> Thank God you speak Michelle. I do speak Michelle, yes. Um, so we were talking about like clarity the other day. Ah, that's such a big topic on everybody's mind right now. Like, no, I mean, is it, is it this whole retrograde thing or is it like just where the world is right now in a, in I think a it's a collective way? I think it's both. I think we're being forced collectively to acknowledge some, pretty deep old patterns and conditionings that just don't serve us socially anymore mm-hmm. and we're being forced to let go of them and so we're being forced into clarity and i think that on a personal level there are just so many people right now who are going through it mm-hmm. and they're trying to find clarity and i know that's a very common theme right now in my coaching business majority of the people that I'm coaching right now, like the topic is around clarity. How do I find clarity in a relationship in terms of finding a job, a new career, life changes? Like, like where does that clarity come from? How do I find it? And I think we're all always looking for answers and clarity. Mm -hmm. I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's wild to me because I mean, I feel like, Clarity is something that we can easily access when we get quiet with ourselves. Mm-hmm. But we spend so much time looking for clarity externally mm-hmm. and wanting other people to give us the answers. Yeah. Looking for um, a roadmap to life, <laughs> you know, looking for the clarity externally. Um, yeah. You know, people, people, people pay pay so much money to try to find clarity in life you know people want a blueprint yeah they do and and the reality is at at least my experience has been I've, i've this seems to be a common thread amongst many of the people i admire in life is that um clarity is something that we all have access to because it is an internal thing no one no one else can tell us the answers. They can maybe nudge us in the right direction. And that, you know, like for me as a coach, that's what my job is. I, I help nudge people in the direction of their clarity, but I can't tell it. I can't tell them what to do. <laughs> that's, that's for them to decide. They get to decide that. 
So do you think people get clarity only getting quiet or do you think there's other ways to find clarity? Um, I feel like the more external noise we remove from our life and our thoughts, the easier it is to find that clarity mm -hmm. and get connected to ourselves. Cause I think that clarity comes from being quiet internally and hearing yourself and hearing what you truly feel and what you truly desire. But yeah. getting there does require some assistance along the way in form of like nudges or an external thing kind of giving you an aha moment. Mm -hmm. I know like for me, when I just an example like I think that the the answers are in there all along and I think that we all have a little voice inside of us telling us what we need to know but I think that we don't always listen to it and we don't acknowledge it because mm -hmm. I know that when I made the decision when I had the the aha clarity moment of like yes I am getting divorced this yep. is happening um I looked back and recognized that I had a large collection mm. of moments throughout nudges. the relationship. Basically nudges. Nudges, aha moments, mm -hmm. um, feelings, um, body things that were signaling to me how unhappy I was, my mental health, like all of these things added up. I was like, oh, it the answer was there all along. <laughs> I knew. Mm -hmm. And that's a common thing you hear people say, especially after divorce or after exiting a relationship is like, oh, I, I kind of knew all along or I had a feeling, but we just don't listen to it. Mm -hmm. Why don't and we? So, is it because we're in denial or we're afraid of what's on the other side? Because we're afraid of what's on the other side, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. I mean, I think there's, I think denial is definitely a piece of it too, but I think that denial is part of the process of avoiding the fear. You know, denial helps us um, keep that fear at bay, right? Mm -hmm. um, but it's fear of the unknown mm -hmm. and fear of change. Mm -hmm. And um, as you and I know, <laughs> change mm -hmm. is a catalyst to growth yeah. and joy. Yeah. And peace. Yeah. Um, but it's probably one of the most terrifying things that human beings experience is change. Yeah. And it's hard for our brains and our, our bodies to accept it. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, I think, why people linger over their choices and their answers for so long sometimes. That's why you have people who are in, you know, marriages for 20, 30 plus years and, after their kids are grown, they get divorced and, you know, they'll say like, we were just in the relationship for the kids. And I think there's still in that, there's just so much fear and avoidance of the change. They think they're going to, you know, hurt their kids' lives by disrupting, but really they're sitting miserable in themselves. You know, it's a different kind of pain. I always feel, I feel that pain, you know, it's like, because there's so many opportunities in a day to 
step away. And it's just so fascinating to me that fear that this one big nod to change just stops people in their track. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and we even have like a fear of, you know, an intense fear of, and often I think a subconscious fear of changing patterns, you know, yeah. like I think about in, in dating, like we have patterns in dating, right? <laughs> you look back and you're like, oh, I have dated the same kind of person who has the same kind of insecurities and Does that really the same happen? shitty behavior. I, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is something that Venus retrograde has brought up for me <laughs> of um, identifying and acknowledging some of my dating patterns. <laughs> That's been fascinating. And I'm having to break that cycle by working through it and acknowledging it and changing it. And that's scary because um, there can be a fear, you know, in dating of if I do things differently, maybe I'll never find love. Hmm. As opposed to what is doing th- doing things differently, and it's better than you could have ever experienced or or expected. Mm-hmm. Because you've up leveled, <laughs> yep. leveled up, baby. You up leveled. I I just yeah the whole dating thing, but I'm just not there yet, you know, and not not in the sense of like from the divorce, you know, from being like, I've had, I've had, I've, I mourned that. Like I'm all through that. I think I'm just really enjoying this whole being like alone and not, and not lonely, but like just enjoying, like looking at me in the mirror and saying, what do you want to do today? Oh yeah. Like we were talking with Alex, you know, LGBTQ Mm -hmm. mindfulness, um, about, you know, being happy, being with yourself, not just being okay, being alone, but like truly being happy, being with yourself Mm -hmm. and enjoying your own company Mm -hmm. and filling your own cup. And Mm -hmm. I, I can say for the first time in my, my entire life, like I am, 1000% 1000% happy and content yeah. doing life solo right now because yeah. I am I'm I am filling my own cup so deeply that in order for anyone else to join my life it really just has to add something in such a deep way you have to add so much joy value that yeah you can't even look away yeah exactly and you know, I'm in a space right now where like the uh, the dating pattern that I'm unpacking is that I have this history of um, dating people who who are not who they say they are. And I mm. find out and it's so painful because on I thought that they were I, I took them at face value mm-hmm. and then later find out they are not who said who they said they were. Oh. Um, in very painful ways sometimes, um, which can, has made me feel lately, like, hmm, maybe my people picker is broken. <laughs> <It's not. laughs> but, maybe, but maybe we just need to ask better questions. 
that and taking the time, uh-huh. taking the time to get to truly know someone. Yeah. Put them in situations so that you can like see. Yeah. Them. And I think that comes, you know, with having the confidence within yourself and, and the respect for yourself and the self-love for yourself that when you're okay being alone, mm-hmm. you feel good and confident asking the hard questions of someone because their reaction doesn't make it or break it for you. Like, And it has nothing to do with us. Yeah, I'm not going to take it personally. If, if mm-hmm. I ask them a hard question and I don't like the answer and I'm like, this is not going to work out, that does not hurt my feelings. So what would be like your ideal date, like first date, like thinking six months from now, whatever, or just, and knowing what you know and all that, like, what would be, what would someone really not like if they just, I don't know, did something cool for you? What would that look like? (laughs) I have always wanted to do the silliest thing as like a first date. And I think it's so fucking cute. I think it'd be hilarious to go to the thrift store and like pick out an outfit for each other blindly. I love that. And then you have to wear it. Take pictures in it. (laughs) And you go to dinner wearing whatever it is that you picked out and just have fun (laughs) and be playful with it. I love that idea. I I want so silly, but I think it'd be hilarious. How many first dates are gonna get kicked off this way? It's the river way. Oh, I have, I, my guy friends always text me and ask me for first date ideas. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I give the best, the best first date ideas and they always go smashingly. Okay. So (laughs) when this posts, I want you to like do a post on some great ideas for first dates. Mm, Love it. Love it. I think the audience would dig it. I think for me also being an outdoorsy person, the other ideal first date would be like, Packing a picnic and going to a really cool outdoor spot to watch sunset. Like I'm very romantic in that way. Like that would just fill my romantic cup. I love that too. What about you? I'd probably be the one packing it. Yeah, Um, you would. (laughs) For me, me, I think um, a really good first date. Are they initiating or is it me that's initiating? I'm such a mask. I have to ask that. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I feel, I feel like even if you're masked, like I think people should still initiate for you too. You know what I mean? Well, I'm supposed to work on receiving. So maybe that's like a good clue, right? Yeah. Like if they take charge a little bit and are like, hey, yeah. Okay. So if they're planning it, then yeah, I think, I think either a walk through nature for me, like. Mm taking even, even like on a first date, if you've had some good first phone calls and you maybe had a FaceTime and you kind of know each other enough, but like haven't had, and it's the first date after a little bit of time, I think like just driving up to Sedona would be cool. You get to know Mm. them a little bit. They can play DJ and kind of see what their music flavor you can tell a lot about a person by their music choices I know, right <laughs> so putting anybody in that situation where they could play dj is kind of like a cool thing and i'm all for like charcuterie board watching the sunset yes 
I know. <laughs> and ex- with extra brie. Yes. <laughs> I think I know what you like. <laughs> we speak each other's love languages here. Oh, pretty much. <laughs> um, so if there are any listeners and you end up going on a first date with River, or maybe... <laughs> Cause my, I was talking with my friend, my friend down in, um, she lives in Oceanside and, um, I haven't asked her if I could say her name on, you know, on here. So, yeah, yeah. but I will, and she'll probably be a guest and everything too. But, um, she said, why don't you guys do the live out loud dating game? Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> So I'm thinking, yes, let's do this, right? Like, Does that have- mean we play matchmaker? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, we're playing matchmaker. Like, we'll find, um, do we find, we'll find a straight and uh, a queer bachelorette. So we'll do two different episodes maybe and see how it goes. And I am so- really good at matchmaking people. Awesome. So what we need from the people is to send us at the live out loud Instagram page in the DMS, send us the people that they think should be a bachelorette. Or if we're doing a queer one, we're totally going to do a lesbian, um, non-binary, whatever girl, girl versus girl, girl on girl. Right. Yeah. And, And then we'll do a, um, we can pick a queer, like a bisexual, gal or we can (laughs) or we can get a straight chick and pick out three cool guys like friends can send in photos of their of their of their guy friends of their by friends are we are we are we matchmaking me (laughs) well do you want to do it should we do it for you okay (laughs) i didn't think so so no i was thinking we'd have two separate people yeah that would be so fun oh my gosh and so that means that we um she would only be able to call in, but we'd have the contestants on Zoom with us. So we, oh, um, I like this idea because she needs to be able to hear them. But yeah. yeah, I like this idea. This could be really fun. I know. So I thought, I thought there, there's some fun things that people are bringing our way, like to do on the podcast. And I'm like thinking, Oh, I don't need to ask anybody other than share it with you and see if you're down for it. Do you know what I love is I love that people are engaging with our podcast in that way of like, this is what we'd love to see and love to hear. And this is how you're adding value to our lives. And um, I've already had several people recently in the last week that I've been around um, who have just casually mentioned, oh, I was listening to your podcast episode and the thing that this person said like really resonated for me. And I was just like, oh, like you're you're listening to our podcast? Whoa. <laughs> I know. I'm like, so it's so sweet. Like I was last night with my friend Lynn and we were in the downtown, it's called First Friday, downtown Phoenix. Oh, and there was like jam and music and all, oh my God, sweet potato pie. I had to get a little, a little tiny pie and it was delicious. So they have like all these great restaurants and things. You'll have to come on a first Friday down here when yeah, you. Yeah, I definitely need to visit the area for and, sure. Um, no. So my friend Lynn was like, um, so yeah, I forgot. <laughs> So Lynn listened to your podcast. Is that where you were going with that? 
Yes. All of a sudden I went blank. That was so freaking <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking about sweet potato pie. Sweet potato pie will get you every time. I can't find it anywhere. It's literally my favorite pie. And when she said she had it, the cutest part of it was the um the black chef. She was adorable. And she goes, okay, try it right now in front of me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. So All right, like, here we go. I'm like, here I go. I go, I'm thinking to myself, what if I don't like it, first of all? But it was impossible not to love it. There was like a hint of orange in it. Oh, that sounds so good. But it was so, so basically, basically, if anybody's listening who wants to take Michelle on a first date, you just need to buy her some sweet potato pie yeah. and it will be love at first sight. Pretty much. I mean, I'll be love at first pie. Love at first pie. Love at first pie. Oh my God. That should be the name of our dating sequence. Love at first pie. Can we eat pie while we're doing it? Um, yes, it's our podcast. We get to do whatever we want. But no, it was totally, it was totally sweet that Lynn, like casually also in, in the middle of that was like, oh, so I'm on episode three and I'm really enjoying it. And she like had actual like questions and you know, it was really awesome. It is. It's really I think that we need to do an episode in the future where we ask we put a question box into Instagram stories and let our audience ask us questions and we can answer that. questions I, on the podcast. Well, I also want to start adding on lives, like mm -hmm. on a Saturday afternoon, like this, you know, like just yeah. maybe before we record or something like that and just come yeah. on and start doing a live and see if people have topics or questions for us because that would also be fun. Or if there's anybody on Instagram that they've been following for a while and mm -hmm. feel like, God, it would be really cool to, to hear from this person that I would love. I would love suggestions also. So with our upcoming episodes, who are you very excited to talk to? I'm super excited to chat with my friend Julie who I can't wait till we set something up with her um I'm also super jazzed about um your friend oh your friend from Sweden who does mm -hmm. uh, human design I'm really yeah that's gonna be so good be really good what about you anybody that you're really I'm yeah I'm really stoked to have my lovely friend Angie on the podcast soon she also she's a um a like nutrition and life coach um and she coaches running and she also coaches women on mountain biking skills and does clinics for that Thank and you. she's just a super badass and has some amazing knowledge to share an amazing story of like divorce journey and finding love after divorce and co-parenting and she just is a wonderful human and we go walking together every week and I just love everything she has to share so I'm excited for her to be here how long was she single after the first divorce when she fell in love and all that jazz I don't remember exactly she'll she'll have to tell us the whole story but her she and her new new person have been together for seven years now and that's they are amazing. lovely human beings and I love working with them. Oh, that's so sweet. So yeah, I can't believe this is episode 10. I'm looking forward to recording episode 20 with you. 
episode 20 and then episode 200 <laughs> when would that be i gotta think about that 200 weeks well we've already done 10 so 190 weeks what is i wonder when that is i have to look that up i i don't do math in my head <laughs> i was kind of waiting for a little bit of a uh of a of a moment of you being like some savant and saying when it comes to math and numbers you'd be waiting a long time <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> well i for one just keep loving these conversations and i love doing the podcast with you it is sincerely brings me so much joy same friends i think it's a beautiful thing that we've embarked on this journey together i know i'm really glad you came to your senses <laughs> hey now hey now <laughs> hey now who had the idea for a podcast over a year ago yeah we both did <laughs> we both did it just <laughs> took us a while to recognize that we were supposed to be doing it together <laughs> i know um angela could have told us <laughs> she is angela <laughs> <laughs> let's just blame the bat like when something bad happens um it's angela's fault we're just gonna blame our spiritual coach every time something doesn't happen the way we it's, want it it's to angela's fault oh god sorry I fell, angela if you're I listening fell, I, I fell in mud it's angela's fault <laughs> <laughs> my chai latte doesn't taste right today god damn it angela it's <laughs> fault <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, oh. I can't wait for her to listen to this and laugh. <laughs> Kaden, Kaden's uh, upset and in her room and won't come out. It's Angela's fault. I seriously, it's like the dog farted. <laughs> oh god! And now everyone's getting a taste of what our conversations are like on a daily basis. <laughs> this is literally how we do this it. is this us is living out loud <laughs> <laughs> this is how we do it happy 10th episode my friend happy 10th love, love you, you. <laughs> love you too love y'all thank you for listening and if you like what you hear especially today <laughs> subscribe share with a friend <laughs> and if you don't we're gonna blame it on angela <laughs> if you don't it's angela's fault bye honey bye <laughs>